Good to be back here on a wonderful Sunday morning. Glad to be in the house of worship. God this morning, amen. He's watched over, he's kept us throughout the night and throughout this week. And another week he's blessed us with, amen. And we believe in God for an exciting week. A great week, and how can that be? In Almighty God, amen. As we put him first and trust in him and follow his lead, no doubt, it will be an awesome week. So let's stand and go before the Lord. Let's seek the Lord's face and give him thanks for this day. Give him thanks for all that he is doing. Just reach out to him and call on the mighty name of God this, this morning. He's able to meet every need in this house today. Whatever you're going through, I'm telling you, our God can answer. Whatever challenge you may be facing, our God can do it today. Our God is an awesome God, church. Amen. Let's seek his face today. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We give you thanks and glory, God, for all that you do. Give you thanks and glory, God, for you, who you are, God, and you're a mighty, awesome God this morning. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy, God, and all that you do, God. God, the many blessings that you've shown upon each one of us today, we stop and say thank you this morning. We stop and give you praise, God, for strength, health. God, your house, a place of worship, we give you thanks for this house, God, as you blessed us with. Lord, we come before you and bring the sacrifices of praise to you this morning. We say thank you, Lord, for all that you do, God, and we just glorify you. God, we lift your mighty name up, that name that is above all names this morning. And God, we pray, God, let's just move by your spirit in this house. Move in every heart, every soul, every mind this morning. And God, just touch lives and souls of many women. Perform a miracle, God, to bring salvation, God, fill with the Holy Ghost. God, we just ask so many, many things, God, that we're so limited in asking, God, but we know that you are able today. God, touch every heart, every soul, and we're going to give you glory and lift up your mighty name this, this morning. And God, we just say thank you this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Page 481 in your songbooks this day, it says, no, not one. Amen. Our God is able to meet everyone's need. Our God is able, whatever color you may be, red, black, or white. Amen. Whatever condition you may be in, our God wants to help this morning. Let's sing unto the Lord this morning. No, not one. There's not a friend like the Lordy Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. None else could heal all our souls' diseases. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows. Jesus knows all about us. He will guide. He will guide you the day. Oh, there's not a friend. There's not a friend like the Lord Jesus. No, not one. No, not. No friend. No friend like him is so high and holy. No, not one. No, and yet no friend. Jesus knows all about, oh, he will guide, he will guide you the day. There's not a friend, there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus, no, not one, no. Oh, there's not a friend, there's not an hour that he is not near us, no, not one, no. No night so dark, and night so dark, but his love can cheer us. No, not one, no, Jesus knows this morning, Jesus knows all about, oh, he will guide, he will guide you the day, there's not a friend, there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus, no, not one, no, not, 
Did ever sing, did ever sing, find his friend, forsake him. No, not one, no, not Oh, sinner, find, oh, sinner, find that he would not take him. No, not one, no, oh, Jesus knows, Jesus knows all about. He will guide, he will guide you the day. There's not a friend, there's not a friend like the Lord. No, not one, no, not one was ever gift like the Savior given. No, not one, no, will he refuse, or will he refuse us a home in heaven? No, not one, no, oh, Jesus knows, Jesus knows all about, he will guide, he will guide till the day. There's not a friend, there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, oh, Jesus knows this morning. Jesus knows all about our struggle. But he will guide you the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. Number two again, no friend like him. No friend like him is so high and holy. No, not one, no, not one, and yet no friend is so meek and lowly. No, not one, no, not one, uh, Jesus knows all about our struggles. Uh, he will guide till the day is done. Um, there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus, no, not one. Aren't you glad this morning there's no friend? Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Give him thanks this morning. Oh, no friend like him today that's able to meet these needs in this house. No, not one today that will love you like he can love you today. No friend like him today. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus' church this morning. What a friend is to get closer than the brother. Scripture tells us is our Savior, Jesus Christ, today. We thank God this morning. Thank you for who you are, Lord. We praise you and glorify your mighty name. Amen, amen, amen. Let's sing another one to the Lord. Get you folks warmed up on page 401 in your song. So 404, excuse me, 404 in your songbooks this morning. Tell it to Jesus. I mean, no, he's sitting there waiting. He's able to hear Amen, and, and meet every need here today. Page 404. friend. 
salvation blessed be the king blessed be the lord our god this morning amen truly as we magnify him amen and truly we serve a mighty god lift him up church lift him up give him glory this morning for he is worthy to be praised the bible said let everything that hath breath praise the lord this morning glorify him glorify the lord our god amen let your praises be heard today
song called I Will Enter Into His Gates with Thanksgiving. Church, we come this morning with Thanksgiving as we enter into the gates of this church this morning. Enter in with Thanksgiving in our hearts. Amen. Say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice, for he has made. He has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice, for he has made me glad. He has made, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice, for he has made me glad. I will enter his gates. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say, I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made. He has made me glad. Come on, church. Oh, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Uh, he has made me glad. He has made me glad. I will rejoice for he so one more time, I will enter to his gates. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. I will say, I will say this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. Oh, come on, time. Oh, come and let us magnify the Lord. For he, for he is worthy to Oh, come, let us magnify. Oh, come, let us magnify the Lord. For he, for he is worthy to be praised. Hosanna is his name. Hosanna. Let it be the praise. Blessed be the rock. Oh, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock. Oh, blessed be the rock of my salvation. Here it goes. We bring in sacrifices. Sacrifice of praise into the house, into the house of and we offer unto you, and we offer unto you the sacrifices, sacrifices of thanksgiving, and we offer up to you the sacrifice, the sacrifices. Come on, you gotta help me out this morning. We bring the sacrifices, we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house, into the house of. Sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer unto you, and we offer unto you the sacrifice, the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer unto you the sacrifice, the sacrifices. Y'all know what that means when you come into the house of worship, you bring the sacrifice unto the God, and your God up in heaven. Amen. Let's do that. We bring, we bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer unto you, and we offer unto you the sacrifice, the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer unto you the sacrifice, the sacrifices of praise. Amen. Praise him, church, this morning. The sacrifice of praise unto the Lord. 
Amen. A joyful noise unto him, church. Let's lift our voices and our hearts to him this morning. Lord, we thank you. We glorify you in this house this day. We magnify you. We thank you all that you do, Lord. We offer unto you the sacrifice of praise, of thanksgiving, watching over us, keeping us, God, through the hills and the valleys of life. God, we just say thank you this morning. All the provisions, all the things that you've done, God, we glorify you. We thank you. We give you praise this day. You got something to be thankful for this morning? Amen. How many going to say thank you, Lord? Amen. Give him praise. Give me a hand clapping this morning. Give God praise and honor and he is so worthy to be praised, church. Amen. Into the house of the Lord, we give him thanks. Amen. Amen. We're truly grateful to be here. You may be seated. Amen. Truly, we serve a good God, church. A mighty God. Amen. And, and again, he's worthy to be praised. Oftentimes, again, we look back over your life and say, you know what? God has been good. We've got so much to complain about. Amen. How about some more to give God glory for? Amen. Every day you lay down your head and on that pillow. Give God thanks. Amen. Give God thanks for, again, the, the things that you do have. Give God praise for the many blessings that he's uh, bestowed upon you. The strength to walk, the strength to talk, the strength to, again, function day and night. There's so much to be thankful for. Amen. And so give God praise and glory. There are many less fortunate than you and I. Amen. You can run down the list. That old song said, count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings. See what God has done, and we serve a God who has done awesome things in, in, in our lives, in your life, and continue never to count anything short of the glory of God. Amen. We serve a mighty God that's able to meet needs. God is able to accomplish his divine work. As we look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, the Bible tells us to look to him, and truly he is more than able to meet every need. And We speak that name, Jesus Church, this morning, that name to be lifted up above all names this morning. That name, again, is mighty. That name is powerful. And whatever your situation is this morning, speak the name Jesus. Amen? Speak that name Jesus over every circumstance, over every enemy, every trial of your life. Speak the name of Jesus. That's what the name of this song is. Amen. Let's sing unto the Lord. Speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind. Cause I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Your name is power Your name is healing Your
That's what we come to do this morning. Then we say his name again. Come on, Jesus. Oh, Jesus in the mountains. Jesus in the streets. Jesus in the darkness over Jesus for my Speak that name, Jesus, over your family, church. Over your friends. His name is Jesus, church. Oh, yes. Jesus Church this morning, amen. Jesus here in Brooklyn. Jesus, wherever you may be, amen. Jesus all across this globe. He's able to defeat the enemy, amen. I may say that this morning. We serve a mighty God. Speak Jesus, proclaim Jesus, lift him up. That's an awesome song, church, amen. To speak the holy name of Jesus, church. The name is above all names. Name is all powerful. All he's all knowing. Demons flee at that mighty name of Jesus, amen. We're truly grateful to have each one here in the house of the Lord with us. Glad to have each one online as well. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our broadcast, to our church here this morning. We encourage you to come be with us in in person. Again, we're located at 334 Ashford Street here in the, on the border of Brooklyn, Queens. Come on out and be with us. Come on out and worship with us uh, on Ashford Street between Pickett and Glenmore. And uh, we'd love for you to be here. We're, here. we're currently meeting on Sunday mornings at 11 here currently and then also Sunday Thursday evening, Thursday evening is at 7.30. So make plans. Make plans to be with us uh, throughout the times here. And we also have online as well through our uh, social media. You're probably watching on Facebook and or YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the broadcast here this morning. And we also have some podcasts that we go out of your favorite uh, platform that you may use. If you're familiar with podcasts, there are audio versions of uh, um, uh, the, the services and sometimes the message only. And so we encourage you to Go on and listen to it, whether it's through iTunes or whether it's through uh, the Google platform or uh, TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio, so many other places you can listen to the podcast. And 
So uh, we continue to encourage you to do that along the way on the train. Again, whether you're here or there, wherever you may be, take some time out to uh, refresh sometimes and re-listen to some of the messages and the service. It'll be a blessing to the soul. Amen? Let it be a blessing to the soul. Amen. I'm going to go right into it this morning. Right into it this morning. Out of Second uh, Chronicles we'll use this morning. Second Chronicles chapter 7. Many may be familiar with this. Second Chronicles 7, uh, verses 12 through 15. Second Chronicles 7, 12 through 15. The Bible says, The Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I heard thy prayer and have chosen this place to myself. For in house of sacrifice, I have shut the heaven that there be no rain. He said, or I command the locusts to devour the land. Or if I send pestilence among my people. He went on and says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Mine eyes shall be open, my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Let me read that to you again. Verse uh, uh, 15, we use our text. The Bible says, now mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. That is made in this place. So this morning we're going to give it a title about, again, how to get God's attention. How do we get God's attention? Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning for allowing us to come back one more time here in the house of the Lord. We thank you, God, for this congregation. Thank you, God, for all, all those who hear the word this morning. We thank you, God, for your word in itself, God. We ask you, Lord, to bless God in a mighty way as we break forth your word this morning. Meet every need. Accomplish your divine will that it be done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. How to get God's attention. Attention, think about attention. Amen. Uh, again, you look at that word attention, it talks about observation, an observation concerning something, or awareness, awareness to something. So attention, or to wake up and hear things out, or, or, or again, to bring notice to something. Attention, right? An attention grabber. There are various ways to get people's attention. Uh, we look and we see uh, through advertisement of various things. People use various aspects to get people's attention, right? Uh, uh, Geico is very good. I've seen Geico commercials. They're very good at getting your attention. You're thinking it's going one way, and all of a sudden it's a Geico commercial. It could be something to that sort. But you think about pictures are used to get our attention. Sometimes headlines are used to get our attention. We have what is called shock videos. Sometimes to get people's attention. Uh, uh, some will uh, wear clothing to stand out, to do what? To get people's attention. Uh, again, uh, uh, some outlandish outfit, some are vulgar, on and on and to do what? To draw attention to one. I was thinking about the attention itself, and as I was really going over this, and then all of a sudden I thought about how, to, uh, again, people, what would they do to get attention? People in general, we talk about getting God's attention. But people would do all these things we listed and various things to get God's, uh, uh, get uh, their attention as well. I was looking up uh, uh, something and I began to think about it. You heard an old statement about how that uh, children do things to get our attention. All of us who have kids, kids know what I'm talking about, right? To get our attention. You may have been guilty of it yourself to get attention, right? Right? Do I have your attention this morning? 
And so man, sometimes they may, again, we all have done it, ask a lot of questions to get attention. How many know that? Or, 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 or talking uh, 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 excessively sometimes to get attention. And they shake your clothes or whatever the case may be to do what? To get our attention. Amen. Or whatever the case may be, or, or, or sometimes uh, uh, overreach and, and outbursts and various things. You've seen kids have tantrum, tantrums. You ever seen that before? To get the parents' attention. Or, or telling, uh, 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 what do you call it, fantasy. Uh, this, is from, this is from a psychology website. I didn't make this stuff up. I said, man, this is uh, some things you know, that you look at. He says here that uh, 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 fanatical tales or looking to create a confrontation or, or various things, uh, overly doing things to get one's attention, right? And many of y'all would know what I'm talking about. And sometimes in school and various things uh, 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 or the behavior, whatever the case may be, uh, sometimes they're crying for attention. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? And on the same thing about that, attention, we, we, we adults and I cannot escape it as well. And I couldn't believe some of this stuff I was reading about how the, even adults would do things to get attention. It says, this is from another uh, uh, website. It says, attention seekers, 17 signs that one may, be, that one may not can see uh, to get attention. Uh, uh, it says, one may be guilty of addicted to selfies, right, to try, try to draw attention to ourselves. Again, this is geared towards our new age and various things. It also talks about uh, to begin focus on oneself or talking about oneself all the time. It even says sometimes talking negative about ourselves to get attention. So somebody could say, oh, it's not that bad. You ever know what I'm talking about? And these are from this website. I'm, I'm bringing this up because we're talking about attention to grab attention. Or, or, or again, we may be attention seekers when one does not like, again, to uh, uh, be ignored or one is, is again, exhausted by, again, various people always talking about themselves. We was in a situation, my wife, familiar with it, and, and how the, uh, this individual we know is constantly wanting to be the center of attention. Whether it's, again, again whether it's uh, uh, my kids know as well, again, they, they always have to be the life of the party. I mean, know what I'm talking about. You ever met people like that? They want attention all the time. And, and, and it says another sign of it is we cannot leave our phones unattended. And they say really, a lot of times this is what brings, again, it draws away our attention from interacting with one another about attention and, and, and various things. This is what it also says. It says, again, we covered it about dressing provocatively. Various things, uh, uh, another uh, category, is, you can look this up, 17 things that, where we uh, find ourselves seeking attention to. Even play sometimes the victim, it says, uh, another one says here to uh, uh, just tell un, un, uh, uh, stories and various things to get one to focus on them. I'm always trying, this last one here was trying to be the center of everything. And we as people, no doubt, can be guilty of all those things, trying to get attention to oneself. But you know what we're talking about here, how to get God's attention. How to get God's attention. How do we get God to listen? When God, no doubt, you have a need in your life. And all these different things that a man may do or we may do to try to get attention upon ourselves, and on and on and on, but God is flipping that around and saying, will we begin to focus on him? Let us not worry about ourselves, our ways and our things that we go through, but let us focus on him. And uh, uh, he shows us here that things will fall into place as we focus on God. Yesterday I, I was in a prayer call and they had asked me to pray for the cities. 
He asked me to pray for what well, was really in particular the city of Memphis and various cities all around because of what happened down there. Y'all know the story about what took place. If you don't know, a young man was killed by the police officers and on and on and on. And they were worried about rioting and all these different things that were going on. And so uh, we, we thought about it, so we began to pray about it. But I, I brought up this verse that we're using this morning about uh, in Second Chronicles. And it was there, again, in all the situations. They began to name all these different things, and it all boils back to getting back to God. It all boils down to getting back to God. And I told them the greatest commandment of them all is to what? To love our neighbor as ourselves. If we was to love our neighbor as ourselves, Jesus said, a lot of things would fall into place. And so as we read this, we read this scriptures here I read to you. Uh, it was a situation where Solomon had, had uh, 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 built the house of the temple. Uh, his father David had, had previously desired to see the temple built. And naturally, his son followed through to see the temple built. It was going to be a place where, again, a place they can congregate together and worship God together. To come and, and, and mingle together in one accord, begin to get God's attention in one place. To get God's attention, that's why we have these services. We can come together and touch the ground thing and come together and seek God's face and begin to focus and call on a living God. And so that temple was a place of worship, a place they would bring sacrifices and sacrifices of praise into the house of the Lord. They would enter into the gates with thanksgiving in their hearts. They would enter into this place. Why? Because, again, they wanted to seek the Lord's face in it all. And so uh, this building, Solomon oversaw the building of this temple a place of worship and again uh, not to fulfill their own obligations not to they built it no doubt not to be seen and not uh, again uh, to be uh, worship themselves but they did it because again they wanted to worship God they wanted to get to a place where they can look to the heavens and find the answers and church today this was a central location to where they all can come together and worship God thank God for the house of the Lord this morning Amen. And so Jesus told us in that place, he says, it's a place where we can come and touch and agree on a thing and it shall be done. And so uh, we, we see back to the answers to our society, back to the answers to the family, back to the answers to us individually was to do what? To point our attention up to heaven and give it over to God. Again, uh, we, we look at all these different things that's happening. If we would just get it to God and people would get to God and worship God and serve God and be saved, all the issues of this world would be solved individually. Why? Because, again, man comes to God. If we love our neighbors ourselves, as I shared with you before, we won't have to worry about getting robbed because you wouldn't rob nobody else and he won't rob you because he loves you as himself. You wouldn't want to kill anybody because why? You, you, don't want, uh, you didn't want to be killed, and so you love your neighbors yourself, and so I don't want to kill you as well. I don't want to speak ill of you because I don't want you to speak ill of me because I love you as myself. I don't want to harm you or rob you or steal from you. Again, if you have a need, I want to help you. And on and on and on, if we love our neighbors ourselves, a lot of the issues of, uh, in our world today will be solved because we love one another as ourselves. I was thinking about even just all, uh, again, all the land on this earth all the land on this earth, we fighting over little bee strips and, and plots and lots of land. Amen. If men and women would come to God and love God, there's plenty of room for all of us. Think about that. 
But mankind is fighting over money. They fight over possessions. We fight over all these different things, again, that, 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 uh, again, that are frivolous uh, in life when we should be seeking God in these things. Let's get back. So this place of worship, let's go to uh, uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 5, 13. So this was a central place where they would come and worship God. They would come and glorify God. The Bible says it would even come to pass when they would come into this place of worship that the trumpeters would sound and the singers were as one and make one sound and they heard the praising and thanking God. It was a place where they would come and glorify God and God inhabited their praise. God loved again when they worshiped him and lifted him up. They bowed down before him and glorified God. The Bible says and they will lift up their voices with trumpets and symbols and instruments and music and praise the Lord saying for he is good for his mercy endureth forever and so they went on and began to praise God that the house was filled with the cloud even the cloud in the house of the Lord so can you imagine as they were worshiping God they were praising God they were glorifying God we need y'all to come to the house of the Lord praising God glorifying God opening up your lips and clapping your hands and praising the Lord why because it does something special amen it invites the presence of God. The Bible says in this temple that they had built the Lord, the glory of the Lord came down in the cloud and in verse 14 the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. The place was so powerful and the moving of God was so powerful that when they did move, when they, when they did this, the spirit of God moved. The priest didn't even have to preach, amen, for half an hour. The priest didn't even have to do anything. Why? Because the power of God was there. The power of God was in the presence the power of God was there to heal the power of God was there to, to, to bring change, the power of God was to mend the brokenhearted. the presence of God was there brothers and sisters and it has not changed but we have to change our attitude when we come in the house of the Lord, are you listening, you have to change your mind from uh, again and point it unto God and say let me seek God, not me look to my left or to my right but let me look to the Lord my God up in heaven let me call on him, I can't worry about what nobody else is doing but let me focus on the God of heaven let me get to my God my Lord and my Savior and I'm telling you he'll meet the need in this house amen meet the need in the house of the Lord amen he will he will the Bible says the glory of the Lord the glory of the Lord filled the house. In church of the day, God is here in, his, in our presence this morning. He's able to fill the house. He's able to fill hearts. He's able to fill your mind. He's able to fill your soul with everything you need. If you open up and say, God, fill me. If you say, God, touch me. If you say, God, I'm here. God, do something in my heart today. He's willing with an open heart today. Let's get down to where we want to go. The Bible says, and so they realize as men and women begin to cry out to God, God is able to answer. Before we get back to the main text, let's go to Matthew 9. Matthew 9. The Bible says this as well. When, when there's something about praising and open up our mouth to praise the Lord. Scripture tells us let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And one time, again, I'll give you just one example here. The Bible says that Jesus was in the city. The Bible says that he went and there were two blind men there. They followed and they cried and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. They cried out with this voice saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And the Bible says that he uh, was coming to the house and the blind men came to him. And Jesus said unto them, Believe that I'm able to do this. In another passage, another gospel, they repeated it. 
they repeated it and said, Son of David, have mercy on us. Another place where they said how they, the people try to shut them up from praising and calling out to God. The enemy will not want us to lift our voices unto the Lord. Today, they will be shouting for their favorite team. They'll shout for their favorite sporting event. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Hundreds of thousands. I was at a place earlier this uh, last year, last year, 100,000 sitting in the crowd cheering on their favorite team. And I said, my God, can you imagine again in the day that men and women would call on God the same way. They would get excited about the living God the same way. Again, a God who can help them. A God who won't take away from them, but a God that will give them joy. A God that cannot lose. You see, your team may win or you may lose, but there's a guarantee that our God up in heaven can win every time. I listen. The Nets may lose. The Knicks may lose. The Jets and the Giants may lose. Whoever your team is out there, but I'm telling you, my God up in heaven never loses church, and we can praise him and glorify him, and church as we do them, we will see victory in your life as well. The Bible says they begin to praise him and glorify him, and the Bible says, Jesus said, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And naturally, when you cry out to God, believe how many going to do that with us this morning when you make your petition known unto God believe, believe that he's able and he said yes Lord I believe and the Bible says in verse 29 he said I touched he touched his eyes and according to your faith be it unto you and his eyes were open that day and they begin to see in church of the day God begins to do things when we get God's attention if you have a need get God's attention today if you need salvation today Get God's attention. If you need healing, I'm telling you today, get God's attention. And he's able today. The Bible goes on. Let's go back to our text. The Bible says in, in 712, 2 Chronicles 712, the Bible says the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. And he said to him, I heard thy prayer. So chapter 5 and chapter 6 was dealing with the prayer of Solomon, the prayer in which he dedicated the house, the temple there to the Lord. He said, this is going to be a place where, again, people can come and worship you. He said, I've chosen this place to myself and house of sacrifice. He's, he began to let him know his power. The Bible says, he said, he's the God that's able to shut up the heavens that it does not rain. He's the God that's able to send locusts and devour the land. And oftentimes he would do this to get our attention. God would allow certain things to happen to get our attention. God has, has churches all throughout this city to get man's attention. All throughout the country and around the globe. There are men and women preaching online right now as we speak, trying to get man's attention back on God. The Bible says, he said, I can send locusts to devour the land. I can send pestilence to devour the land. We saw a glimpse of that over the past few years. I can send floods to devour the land. I can send fire from heaven to devour the land. I can send storms and wind, if the Lord would allow, to devour the land. God can do a lot of things to get man's attention. But the Bible says he gives us another solution in getting man's attention. We share with you on Thursday night about how he got Pharaoh's attention. He got Pharaoh's attention through plagues, flies, and lice and, and turning the water into blood. He sent death to the, uh, to the people to try to get Pharaoh's attention. He did all these different things to try to get Pharaoh's attention. But the Bible says he hardened his heart. You see today, 
man still, I believe, needs a little bit more shaking. Church of the day, it's not our prayer, but sometimes it's what it takes. And I encourage you here in this congregation, watching online, America, North America, South America, Asia, Africa, wherever you may be, to get a hold of God while there's still time. I'm telling you, there's things coming to our land where men and women, it will be too late. It's coming to our land, brothers and sisters, this morning to where it will be too late to pray. It will be too late to seek God's face because God has already made his decision concerning you. I want you to know it's time to get God's attention and get a hold of God and get saved. How do I get God's attention this morning? The Bible says then to prevent these things or when these things do come. He said, if my people, verse 14, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. He needs our people, our city, one another here in this house to humble themselves. Say, God, we are nothing without you. God, we are nothing. Our country is nothing without you. Our land is nothing without you. This blessing that is upon this land is only because of him and because of his mercy. And when we forget that, when the nation forgets God, he says, woe unto them. I challenge you and I today to get on our knees continually and say, God, we are nothing without you. These blessings come from you. It's not about me, but it's about him. The job you have, the clothes you have in your back, it's all because of him. And we need to humble ourselves in prayer. The Bible says to humble ourselves before a living God. He says here, he says in prayer and pray like never before. We have a national day of prayer, but that's not enough. It can't just be one time a year nation it can't just be once a week but we gotta get on our knees and pray morning noon and day he says pray without ceasing seek my face daily are you listening church are you listening this morning he says my people the people on this earth we need to pray and seek God's face you want the answer to the violence it's through prayer you want the answer to crime it's through prayer and men and women seeking God and getting saved it's you want these things to come to pass we've got to get a hold of God and stir it up and reach out to men and women that they can be saved, brothers and sisters today. The Bible says to humble ourselves and pray. When things are good, we forget to pray. The money is good. The economy is good. Everybody's good. No time for God. I share with you how to uh, again, uh, we thought that again in 9-11 we heard about it. We wasn't living at the time. Some of you may have been living here. But uh, again, 9-11-2001, uh, how the, the church attendance in New York City was up. It was up tremendously because people were afraid. They were afraid what was to come. They were afraid what was happening. Was it the end of the world? Was it the end of things? And naturally here in 2020, uh, similar things, similar questions. But this time, again, men went a different way. We went back instead of going up. How many know that? Beginning of the day, church, we must look up. Let's look up to the kingdom of God. Let's look up to the heavens. He said we got to pray. We got to seek his face because the day is coming when men and women won't be able to pray. There's coming a day when men and women won't know how to pray. I share with him yesterday. I said, you know, as a generation growing up, there's not knowing about Sunday school. They don't know Again, grandmothers, the praying grandmothers are dying off. That generation will die away. And the younger generation, you and I, 
you are still alive, we must continue to show our youth to pray, amen, to show our youth to be in service, to show our youth the importance of God because grandmothers are getting younger and younger as we go and they didn't go to church and so grandma, the next generation of grandmothers and grandfathers are not coming to the house of the Lord. They're not praying. They're not seeking God's face. Brothers and today, let's pray. Am I going to do that with us? Pray for you. Pray for our people today. Pray for your family. Saying that song just minutes ago about Jesus it needs to be in the streets. Jesus in the mountains. Jesus over your family. We have to lift him up today. We must speak and seek out Jesus today. The Bible goes on the further. He says, so if we pray and seek his face, we got to seek God's face. It can't just be, again, empty words as well, but we got to seek his face to really bombard heaven. The Bible talked about, we shared, I believe, the other night about our Elias. Elias was a man subject unto like passions as we are. He was letting us know that, again, he was a human being just like us, just like you and I. But what did he do? He prayed fervently. The Bible says he prayed fervently. It was a red hot prayer. It was a real seeking of the Lord. He really sought the Lord. Sometimes we just close our eyes and just uh, shoot off a few words. But to really seek the Lord, to really imagine ourselves going into the throne of God, to really knocking on the door and saying, Lord, open up. It's me. The Bible says, make your petition known unto him. He said, come boldly before the throne of grace. Yes, you and I can go before the Lord. Did you know that? You can go before God. You don't have to wait for the priest. You don't have to wait for the Pope. But you can go to God, amen, and get on your knees and call on God. You can call on him this morning, amen. The Bible says we can call on him and he will answer. He will answer. Let me believe it today. God can answer our prayers today as we seek him. We seek his face and knock on and say, God, I need a touch. These blind men can imagine what it's like to see. What it's like to see. Can you imagine? They was imagining what it was like. Can you imagine the man who could not walk? Imagine what it's like to walk. All his life he couldn't walk. But in his mind he was walking. In his mind he was walking. Man couldn't talk. But in his mind he's speaking. Again, you say, again, in my mind, I may not have a whole lot right now, but in my mind, I'm rich towards God. In my mind, days are going to get better. And so they begin to believe it. They begin to speak him. And they went to the throne room, believing God, believing God for release, believing God for breakthrough, believing God for miracles in their lives. And God is able this morning. How to get God's attention? We got to knock on his door. The Bible says if you seek his face, he says, and he says, and seek my face. So now we now that we're there, God shows us ourselves. He said, We must turn from our wicked ways. We must turn from our wicked ways. The wickedness of neglect in God, the wickedness of, of, of doubt, the wickedness of sin. The Bible says how our society, our world is full of it, full of adultery, full of wickedness. In all turns, in all places you may look. The Bible says we must turn from wickedness through repentance of sin. To repent and say, God, forgive us, for we have sinned against thee. Lord, forgive our nation. God, we abort more babies than there are born. Are you listening? Forgive our land. God, we've done so many crimes, so much evil in our world. 
forgive us of our sin. God, we've, uh, 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 we've passed bills that allow immorality now. Forgive us of our sins. Church today, at one time, homosexuality was against the word of God. It still is, but it was also against the law. But now it's uh, legalized and we're able to marry. Amen. God, forgive us of our sins. Are you listening? Before drugs and alcohol was once taboo. Yes, even alcohol was against the law. Amen. Oh, God, but now it's legal. I'm back home before I was a preacher, before I was saved. Some liquor stores, you cannot buy liquor on a Sunday before 6 p.m. Are you listening? It may still be their way. I don't know. In the laws of Kentucky, there was that way. You can go to the liquor store until 6 p.m. on a Sunday. Why? Because there was a sense of reverence for God. But now anything and everything goes. You can get it how you want it. You can buy it. Same on New York City. Here in New York City, prostitution is now legal. Are you listening? What weaker ways are you talking about? Here in our city, the cops will pass by. You don't have to arrest them anymore because it's legal to uh, go after the prostitutes not too far from the church here. Are you listening? Wickedness all around, and it's all been approved by our government and governments around the world, but it's not approved by God. Just because the devil says it's okay, it's not okay. Are you listening, church, this morning? And so why bringing all this up? Because God has shown us our wickedness. God shows us through society and the things of our world today that is promoted and glamorized called sin. And we want know why the world is upside down because we glorify sin more than we glorify God but we pray this morning that men and women will come back to the house of worship Solomon said we got to get to a place where we come together and call on God and seek God's face again and turn from our wicked ways he said then will I hear from heaven how do you want to get God's attention how do you want God to bless preach I want God to bless me well we got to turn from our ways you repent of your sin and be born again. A lot of times people want blessings from God, but they got to repent and turn to God. A lot of blessings are for the believer. Did you know that? A lot of blessings are for believers. And so God cannot bless wickedness. And so church, he tells us the formula, how to get God to move, how to get God to bless, how to get God to accomplish his divine purpose in lives and families, how to fix the broken homes, how to fix the marriages, how to fix the divorce rate, how to fix, again, all these things that's going on. It goes back to prayer. Amen. And people that will pray. So the Bible says, how do we get God's attention? He says, well, not them, but I'll hear from heaven. And they will give, forgive their sins. Thank God for God who's able to forgive. And all these things that we listed and many, many more that we can't even really fathom sometimes. Things are so much going on in our world sinful things. We serve a God that's able to forgive. Amen. Thank God for that. Each of us no doubt went through things and gone through things that were no doubt even unspeakable things but God by his grace and his mercy was able to forgive. God is willing to forgive. He said I'm not willing that any should perish but that all men would come to repentance. All nations, all people across the globe Come to God. God is trying to get your attention while it's still time. There's some more things coming if man does not turn. God will shake this nation. God will rock it via 
again attacks on this nation via more pestilence to come and around the globe. Again, we see here today, God knows how. And church today, we encourage you to be saved and to get a hold of God while there's still time. Tell your family it's time to get to God. People's lives are upside down. Encourage them, say, I'm telling you the answer. It's God. It's God. God sometimes allows people to go through hardships and things in their lives just to get their attention. He allows them to hit rock bottom to get our attention. But again, God is reaching out today before you hit rock bottom, before it's too late. Amen. Saying, you know what? I can help. He said, I can hear from heaven. And I'll heal the land. The Bible says in verse 15, as we wrap this up, come on up. He says, mine eyes shall be opened. He said, I'll see you. I'll see you. Right now, many times, God, no doubt, he sees, but he condones it. He allows things to happen. He allows things to transpire. But really, until we pray that prayer of repentance, he's really, really not going to reach down and really help until man calls on him. He said, my eyes are open and I see. He'll hear the cry of repentance. He'll hear the cry of help if we would just call on help. He'll hear the cry of the needs of the people. He will. He hears the, he, he hears the cries. He will hear your prayer. Amen. In the time of trouble. The Bible says he's a very present help. I'm thankful God for that. In a time of trouble. The Bible says here, and so he said, he given to into the prayer that was made in this place. Today there are not a need, a lot of needs. Our youth, our young people, us individually have needs. I'm telling you, get God's attention. Pray for yourself, pray for your family, the wayward teen, a youth that are caught up growing up in a godless society. They're going to grow up in a world where God is becoming illegal to even speak about growing up in a place where God is way back on the back burner we pray again let's pray and see God's face pray for your children pray for nieces and nephews pray for the community he says not only that but pray for ourselves let us seek face themselves God clean us up clean each of us up God our minds our hearts and our souls thank God for a place of worship a God who hears and knows every need. The Bible says, as you look at this, they heard the cries. Thousands of years, Jesus, the Heavenly Father, has heard the cries. He's heard the cries of the people. And that's why he sent his son, Jesus, to give his life, that we can be born again. How many think for that? That we can turn. Man can have a chance to clean it up. We can't do it on our own. We need the blood of Jesus Christ applied. We need the blood applied and you pray, you cry out to God and say, God, I believe in you. I believe that you're the son of God. Lord, I want to be saved. Call on him. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, forgive me. Son of David, I repent of my sin. Son of David, I believe that you're the son of God. Savior of the world that sits on the right hand of God today. The, the one who gave his life. The one who shed his blood this morning. The one who was sacrificed on that cross. Shed that blood. There's power in the blood this morning. There's still power in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. 
to clean up an individual, to clean up a city, to clean up a land, to clean up a family. It does not matter. The blood is great enough. It's great enough and strong enough to turn a nation around. The word of God is still greater, church. The power of the Holy Ghost is still greater. The power of God is still greater. He says, my people, come together and call on me again. Come together and reach out and call on heaven. Reach out again and say, Lord, we need you to move. Lord, move in a mighty way from house to house, from block to block. Lord, heal. God, Lord, from place to place, move God and heal our land. Let your name be in the streets. Let your name be in the mountains and the valleys. Let your name be lifted up, Lord. Hear our cry, O oh God. To whom shall we go but you, O oh God? Believe that he is the answer. And we know that he is. Church of the game. Let's call on Jesus, the resurrected Savior, the answer to our world, the healer of the nation, the healers of our society. Call on him today. As we find a place to pray today, whatever you have need of, get God's attention. Get God's attention. If there's anything blocking you from praying, seek the Lord. So it's just one prayer way of forgiveness, one prayer way of salvation. And no doubt it opens up the ears of God. It opened up the eyes of God and say, now I'm listening. Now I can hear your prayers. If there's anything hindering our prayers, say, God, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. And Lord, let me turn and seek your face. He said, I'll hear from heaven and I can heal. I'll hear from heaven and I'll provide. I'll hear from heaven and make a way where there is no way. I'll hear from heaven and open up the windows and pour out a blessing upon your life. Let's seek his face today. Whatever you have need of, young and old, rich and poor, wherever you may be, call on him today. He's attentively waiting for us. Let's get his attention, church, this morning. As we find a place to pray today, the altar of prayer is open. They would bring their, 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 their needs to the altar. They would bring it down and say, Lord, here it is. Lord, here it is. God, this is, again, my, my, my need, my petition. Come to the altar and seek God. Knock on the heaven's doors this morning. Empty, go through the clouds and go through the sky and get to heaven and say, God, it's me, oh, Lord. I need a touch. Oh, King, I'm coming before you. I need you, Lord, right now. Get God's attention this morning. Get his attention. New York City. We pray for our politicians. We pray for our leaders. We pray, no doubt, for our land. God, I pray. Let us turn back to God, Lord. To where the house of the Lord is full. Where the churches all over this city and all around the globe that preach the gospel are no doubt are full with men and women seeking the Lord's face. Lord, we call on you, Lord, today. Send forth revival. Send forth a touch all over the land. Touch every individual, Lord, right now. Touch us, God. Move by your spirit. Let your glory fall in this house. As we worship you, we adore you. Let your glory fall in this place. Touch lives of men and women that's seeking you right now. Touch the lives of those that have a need, Lord. Touch their hearts and souls today, Lord, we pray. Let make it be known unto God. Reach out and call on him. What is your need today? What is your desire today? Call on him and let him know all about it. I'm telling you, he's able to meet it right now. Oh, Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Father, up in heaven this morning, in this place, in this place, we thank you for God. God, we thank you that's able to hear, that's able to feel, is able to care for us. Lord, we call on you. We lift you up. Lord, we bless you. Come on, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, in this place. 
his back because people had needs. And amen. He was able to have you because he loved them. He cared for them. Mankind, they cried out and asked for a Savior to come, and he did. Mankind was in need of a touch, a change, a breaking from the normal. From the grips of the enemy's hand, Jesus came to do that very thing. No doubt, thank God that he heard the prayers of the old and the saints of God of old that needed a touch from God. And they realized it was God that was going to turn things around. Even when they were enslaved, they learned to call on God. When they had a need through pestilence and various things, we learned from the word. They learned to call on God. They realized that that was the source. They realized that was still the answer. You can't get away from it. You can't run from it today. Our nation, our world, each of us individually. Let's get, keep God's attention. Amen. Continue to call on him. Again, it means uh, to bring observation, awareness, notice. No doubt that we need the Lord our God. Put him on notice, say God. Amen. Whatever your need is, he's able to supply. As we apply these principles here in the Chronicles 714, the formula is to get the answers, prayers answered. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Continue to pray. We say it again for our land, our nation. Don't pray. Don't stop praying. Don't stop ceasing to pray. Church, why? Because again, we'll see breakthrough. A lot, a lot is coming to our land. A lot is coming. And we encourage you to be prayed up. Amen. And we pray that your families, our families as well, each of us individually, will be ready for that day. Amen. When the Lord does send pastors, when the Lord does send these things that will come upon the earth one day, amen, let's make sure that we're ready in right favor and tune with God. Amen. This time we're going to receive an offer unto the Lord. Uh, she can put up on the screen there. There again for our way of giving, our way of giving is unto the Lord. So continue to support the Lord. And one of the things they did was bring the offerings unto the Lord as well. There in the temple that Solomon built, they would bring offerings and their tithe unto the Lord. Amen. And truly, God blessed them as a people, as a nation. It's amazing how God works when we give unto the Lord. Don't try to figure it out. He knows already. As you move by faith, God will bless you. And so as you give unto the Lord and he will bless you. We have various ways for those online through our text to give at 347. You can text this number 347-229-9933 and type in the word give. If you already have set it up the account, just put the dollar amount and it will come right immediately. We have uh, a website at www.mintcc.org forward slash Brooklyn NY. We also have our Zelle, Zelle, some of you online banking folks. And we have Zelle. And our church email is the contact number. Use the church email. Not, not my phone number, but the church email. Uh, again, at ntccbrooklynny uh, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. As we stand to our feet and we're ready to receive, we say, God bless you to those watching online. May the Lord truly bless you is our prayer. Amen. We will see you tonight at 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And those here, let's give the old-fashioned way. Amen. It's in the basket here. It's unto the Lord. We've been starting a new thing here.